We don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. You're listening to episode 28, the number one killer of community. I'm your host, Andrea Worley, and I am excited to talk to you guys about this topic. What is the number one killer of community? So we're going to talk about that today. If you've been wondering, stay tuned. Okay, guys, I hope that you're excited to kind of chat about this topic and dive in as much as I am. Community building and talking about community building is something that I am so passionate about. And I think the biggest reason that I'm so passionate about it is because I feel true, like, really feel like I have lived this topic and continue to live this topic in my everyday life. But finding community and building community has been a really big part of the last significant season of my life. And so I'm so passionate about it, not because I feel like I have all of the right answers or because I am right all the time, but because I know that this has been such a significant part of my story in the season that I have walked in specifically the last 10 years of my life. And that's a huge chunk of time. Yes. And that's a huge chunk of my adult life. And I want to kind of get into some of that, but without further ado, we're going to talk about the number one killer of community building. And that is drum roll. The number one community killer is when we make it about ourselves, when we make it about us instead of the community that we want to be a part of or the community that we reach or want to reach, we kill community. And I think that it's one of the number one things that we do wrong in community building. I think it's the number one thing that makes it so hard to build community. And we're going to talk about it. Um, community is completely different than like, I remember when I was in, uh, college, it seemed so easy to build community when I was in college. And for a lot of respects and reasons, it is a lot easier when you're in college and you're surrounded by like-minded people or just people all the time, you know, maybe you're living on a dorm room floor like I was and there is people around all the time. You're going to classes with the same people. Maybe you're going to church with the same people. You're doing all these activities with a lot of the same people. It's easy to build relationships with people that you see every day and can count on seeing them. But as you get older, and maybe you move out on your own, you move states, or you become a mom and you have a completely different life than you had before and your life is consumed with other things and there aren't people around you all, all the time. Whatever the transition season that comes into your life, it can be hard to find those lasting relationships in different seasons of your life. 
And like I said before, I have I have walked this, I have lived this out, and there have been really hard, dark, trying seasons. And when I look back on those seasons, this topic of making it about myself is one of the very consistent, ever-present themes when I have found it hard and difficult to build community. You've heard it said before, I don't know who said this, but you've heard it said before that to have a friend, you have to be a friend. And I think the same is true for community. To find community and have community, you also have to want to be community to others, just like you want to be a friend to have a friend. So when we start to look at community from the angle of what's in it for me, instead of how can we build God's kingdom and point each other to Christ, things will fall apart or things will be hard when you make it about yourself instead of making it about how can I serve somebody else? How can we serve one another? And how can I serve this community that I want to be in and serve the people? Building community and friendships should always be about the other person and not yourself. And I'm not saying, don't misunderstand. I'm not saying you should make everything about other people and let people walk all over you. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying, generally speaking, we should have a like-minded attitude to want to serve one another. And when we start to have that like-minded attitude of serving one another, I think that's where you see the community build and flourish the best. Because if we're all trying to outserve one another, what amazing things would happen, right? If that if that was our if our that was our goal. I think about it in the sense of my marriage, the context of my marriage. If both my husband and I are trying to outserve one another, we're always pursuing self-awareness. We're always thinking about the other person, not ourselves. And that helps our marriage grow. It helps our marriage flourish. It helps keeping God at the center of our marriage to see real progress. What if we took that same attitude of servanthood and put it toward our relationships and our friendships and our community building with others? I can tell you that when I first moved to Arizona, I kind of came into an instant church family. My husband and I were youth pastors, and I really had a selfish attitude of, hey, I'm the new person. They should be talking to me. They should be wanting to be my friend, right? I'm new here. We're new here. We don't know anybody. And that was really hard and that was really not producing any sort of fruit, that attitude. And it was really when I sat down with the Lord and in prayer and reflection, everything changed for me. When I started looking at people and relationships in how I could serve them and show Christ's love and build God's kingdom, everything changed for me in how I started to look at people and community. I started to look for opportunities to have people into my home, and God really challenged me to not be disappointed if not everybody could come or no one could come. And 
know that it wasn't really about me. It was about him and his kingdom and serving his people. And so he started to break down those walls of hurt feelings and offenses that we can naturally get hurt and offended by. And when I started to realize my motivation was for a bigger purpose and not my own selfish gain, things really started to change for me um, in building community and solid friendships. I want to look at Philippians chapter two, verse one, and it says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete in being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and in purpose. What if we all started looking at our community being like-minded with one another and realizing that the goal is to build Christ's kingdom, like I said, what if we looked and we had the same love for one another, love that was just really bred out of wanting to serve the Lord and serve one another? And what if we all approached different situations and relationships with people and friendships having one spirit and one purpose? What do you think our community building and our communities and friendships would look like if we all came at each other um, in that way. And I think we can apply this to conflict too, you know? I mean, I think it's completely natural and understandable to have conflict with one another, but I think it's more important in how we deal with that conflict that brings us together for one purpose and unites us in Christ and where we can have true resolution. Community building is not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy because we're human and we're messy people, right? And by any means, the last significant season in the, this last 10 years of my life, they have not been easy. I have made mistakes along the way. I have been offended for the wrong reasons. I've had my feelings hurt, sometimes valid, sometimes not valid. And like I said before, things really started to change for me in how I viewed community and friendships and relationships when I started living out this scripture in Philippians 2, where Paul is talking to the Philippians and he's saying, do everything with complete joy, be like-minded. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain or conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. What would happen in our communities and in our relationships with one another if we all had the humility to consider others before ourselves? What if we all started to have the self-awareness about ourselves to realize how other people might be thinking or feeling and take that into consideration instead of being selfish or conceited or doing things out of selfish ambition. There was a time when I was completely selfishly motivated to have community and friendships because I wanted to fill all the voids in my heart and fill my own selfish needs. Instead, I flipped that around and started living this scripture out and looking at how can I advance God's kingdom? How can I serve other people that are around me and in my friend groups and in my community and in my church and build God's kingdom that way? And so 
I invite you guys to take a look at this scripture, really kind of pray through this. And if you're struggling in whatever season that you're in to build community, I would ask yourself, number one, where is your heart at? What's your motivation? Have you been making things too much about yourself? And number two, I would ask and challenge you guys to look at where can you serve? Where can you put on an attitude of how can I serve the friends around me, the community around me to spur one another on and push each other toward Christ? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love if you give it a rating and review. Head on over to iTunes or whatever listening app you're enjoying the podcast on and leave us a rating and review. Ratings and review reviews are so key for podcasts and it really helps spread the message of the podcast even farther and helps other people hear about the show. You can find the show notes to this episode, freebies, and more on my website at andreamworley.com. And find me on Instagram at andreamworley so we can connect after the show. I'll see you guys in the next episode.